0: Welcome to Spooky Spouses.
1: Where we talk about everything spooky.
0: I am Jordan Reed.
1: And I'm Lindsay Reed.
0: We are married. We hold hands. We kiss on the lips.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And we talk about spooky things.
0: We talk about spooky things. We talk about ghosts, real ghosts, fake ghosts, uh, tall ghosts, short ghosts.
1: Ghosts with the most.
0: Ghosts uh, and there's and one ghost with the most. (laughs) Ghosts with the mosts is with the mosts. Uh, If this is your first time listening, hello, welcome aboard. (laughs) Welcome aboard. Um, (laughs) On the show, we talk about ghosts and things that are paranormal in nature. Urban Uh,
1: legends. Urban
0: legends. Big feet. Loch Nessies
1: little feet little
0: feet especially <laughs> get ready for episode if if we stick around for 15 episodes we will be discussing the little foot
1: which <laughs> uh, which
0: will be which, which is adorable and totally harmless It turns out yeah. uh, li- it leaves little gifts on your back porch what was your yes. favorite what was your favorite gift that you got from the little foot
1: probably when he gave me a thing of cream he loves cream oh wow for my coffee
0: oh uh, that's just like one small cream packet
1: yeah. Oh, that's
0: very nice. Well, he left
1: coffee beans, too.
0: Well, you didn't tell me this ever. Yeah. So now we have to unpack this on the show.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: were they ground or were they not ground?
1: They were not ground, but it, he's, a li- he's little, so he fl- has a hard time. flavored
0: coffee or not flavored coffee?
1: No, it wasn't flavored. He doesn't, the little feet don't deal with that. <laughs> he just, straight up coffee. <laughs>
0: <clears throat> well, good. Thank God. But on this show, we don't just bloviate about how ghosts are real all the time. We think a lot of it is bogus. So we talk about that too. We look at it, 50-50 is the old phrase I made up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Molly thinks it's all real. Uh, Molly Molly's does, our dog.
0: Molly's our dog, and she does think every ghost that we talk about is real. She gets very scared. Since we started the podcast, it's been, I'm going to say it, it's been tough with for Molly. She's been yeah. more and more scared. Just, so you it, might
1: hear her from time to time making little moans and
0: groans. Groans.
1: Yeah, we both discussed topics. Um, Neither one of us has shared our topic with each other until now, Mm -hmm. so we're listening with you.
0: We are. (laughs) It feels good. It feels good to listen together. So I started last week. Okay. You will do it, I think, right? You're going to start this week?
1: Yeah. Last week we did, what, Urban Legend or Not?
0: Urban Legend or Not, very fun game. My favorite game. Molly,
1: (laughs) get out of here.
0: Sorry, our dog's getting into noodle mode where she flops around and she doesn't want to move. <laughs> we played Urban Legend or not. And I you talked... talked
1: about spooky equipment? Mm-hmm, ghost ghost hunting, hunting equipment? Yes, I did. What you need mm-hmm. to investigate a ghost?
0: And the more and more I think about it, I've, I've thought about it a lot over the past week. I want very, very badly to just test.
1: <laughs> 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 Molly does too. <laughs> too.
0: Um <laughs> Not a
1: ghost, that was just Molly. That was
0: Molly. I want to maybe take a week off. Well, no, that would be very, very scary. Maybe just for a few hours, just go to a haunted location and test every single one of those machines. I think that would be so much fun to do. Yeah,
1: I can't say I believe them or not until I actually try them. So I I don't know how I feel about my topic. All right. This week. Okay,
0: (laughs) I'm excited for it.
1: Okay, I think it's really cool, but I think it's, I feel good about my topic, it's just I feel like there's so many other things you could talk about with my topic that I'm really just bringing up one, but I think it would be fun to talk about all of them. So yeah. So anyways, I'm going to talk about scary movie sets. Oh,
0: cool. Like
1: movie sets that a lot of creepy things happened, and they so (sighs) happen to be scary movies. But the one that I found, a lot of them, honestly, were the directors were just so crappy to the girls (laughs) on set. And, you know.
0: That's probably very creepy. Yeah,
1: so it was creepy, but it was just like, I felt bad because it's really just women not being treated right in society. So then it was just kind of sad. Yes. But the one that I did find was The Omen.
0: The good old classic,
1: The Omen. That's
0: the one. No, I'm thinking of Rosemary's Baby.
1: That one, yeah, that one's a good one, too.
0: That is a good one, but I, I've i never seen The Omen.
1: The Omen is with the little boy.
0: Yeah, who wears and the ACDC hat. He doesn't wear an ACDC hat. <laughs> doesn't he wear the ACDC hat? No. <laughs> oh, all right.
1: Well, he dresses like, yeah, he dresses up like a little boy, but...
0: Wait, the ACDC guitar player.
1: Yeah, there isn't a hat, though. Or there, he I, like guess, a, I guess he is, he a
0: cute little guitar hat.
1: Anyway, so ACDC, yeah. The Omen. Okay, so... While filming The Omen, before they even started filming, the director and the lead actor the lead actor was Gregory Peck and the one of the producers was Mace Newfield and another producer was Harvey Benhard.
0: Which a cool or names. Bernhard.
1: And um yeah, one of the producers, Mace Newfield, was on a plane and it got struck by lightning. Whoa. And nothing, like, happened with it, but it was, like, traumatizing for everybody on the plane. Well,
0: except they all got superpowers.
1: And then eight hours after that, the lead actor, Gregory Peck, was on a different plane, and it also got struck by lightning.
0: Jeebus. So it
1: was a weird coincidence. And then... Wait.
0: Eight hours? Eight hours Apart from each other. That's insane.
1: Yeah. But I was thinking about it, and I'm like, well, if they're both flying to a destination to film this movie... And they're both on different planes and it's storming really bad. Your chances of both planes getting struck by lightning are probably pretty high. Uh,
0: yeah, I guess so. I mean, they, they always say that getting struck by lightning is super rare. Getting struck by lightning more than once is almost impossible or something. I don't know if that's really what, what they say and who they are. But you're Who's... in a
1: plane way up there. So getting struck by lightning, I don't know what the statistics are for... Flying and standing on the ground, but yeah, me either I'm sure planes get struck by lightning quite a bit maybe I don't know well anyways, the lead actor Gregory Peck he also started filming the film and came on to set only two months after burying his son which Goodness his son
0: gracious
1: his son committed suicide, so he was like grieving, but he was already <coughs> set to. This movie, so he like just went and did it, and then I would
0: say sorry, I, I can't, can't do it, can't do the movie.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess as an actor, you kind of have to do it. I, guess, I mean,
0: I guess you have to, but you don't also don't have to.
1: Anyways, maybe anyways, we can, we can debate what Gregory did all we <laughs> want, but he did what he did. <laughs> yeah, and the one there's one scene in the movie where they have a bunch of trained dogs, where like a bunch of dogs attack people. I haven't seen the movie in a while, but a bunch of dogs freaked out. And they also have a monkey scene where the monkeys freak out Already and attack scary. the car.
0: Already Well, scary. the monkeys
1: were supposed to be trained as well. And they, all the animals on the set, ended up freaking out and, like, attacking someone to a point that it was like, Why are all these animals freaking out and trying to attack people? It could just be poor training back in the day, but it could be
0: poor training or the guy or lady or who you know, the, the, the company that they got those monkeys from. I promise, they'll all be trained. A hundred percent, they are trained. I I know it. I've trained each one, each one personally. And they get there and they're like, no, of course we didn't train these monkeys.
1: Well, apparently one of the trainers for the dogs, I didn't get her name. I totally forgot it, but...
0: Oh, what was it? I think I... Jackaless Crandandalrin.
1: It, it was close to that, but... Is it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was Jackalette, I think.
0: Jackalette at this is Yeah.
1: Yeah? Well, she was one of the dog trainers and, like... A couple days, like, after she did her part with the dog training, like, she died in some freak accident, too.
0: What?
1: I don't know. They didn't really explain that. I guess they didn't really care about the trainers she that got much.
0: eaten by her dogs.
1: She might have gotten eaten by the dog because it wasn't trained very well. That's sad. I don't know. The hotel that people were staying at for the film, it was a hotel... I didn't write the name down, but it they were all staying at a hotel where they were filming, and... And it got bombed while they were filming.
0: Wait, what?
1: Yeah, I guess the IRA bombed it. So what? I don't know exactly where they were, if they were in a bad location filming or anything like that.
0: It just got just this one. Maybe someone had like a really terrible experience at this hotel. Maybe. Someone, or someone wrote a really terrible Yelp review and then the owners of the hotel bombed it. So they like, well, no more bad Yelp reviews.
1: Well, that's going to be a really bad Yelp review because they're going to be like, was staying, everything was good. Breakfast was, you know, it was incontinental, but it was okay. <sighs> Mostly Yelp. And then yogurt. also, like, the whole bombing thing was kind of a damper on our weekend.
0: Didn't like when the hotel got bombed. Did get breakfast the next day, however. Still, mostly yogurts at the hotel. Scared my kids. It really did scare my kids. The breakfast, not the bombing. (laughs) (laughs) Those weird eggs that they pour water into, like the dried egg powder, and then they have eggs. Ew, it's gross. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but the waffles are always good.
0: We could do a whole episode just on like gross foods. Yeah. I mean, I don't think I don't think there's like anything paranormal about reconstituted eggs, but still, gross.
1: Still scary.
0: But scary to me.
1: Continuing. Yeah, it's go Still ahead. not done. Oh, okay. There's still more. There was a private plane used to carry all their props and some of their sets back and forth.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it mysteriously went down, like on its way there. It went down and crashed into another vehicle driving on a freeway and killed everybody in the car and on the plane.
0: It was carrying their props?
1: Yes, so a plane went down and crashed into a single car that was traveling on the freeway. One car. It just directly met perfect speed with this car and crashed into it.
0: Jeebus, Krabus.
1: So then there was that. The stuntman for the movie, because there's a lot of like weird little backflips and-, <laughs>
0: back
1: and jumpies. Whenever
0: anyone sees a ghost, they do a standing backflip <laughs> and then they run away.
1: But the stuntman on the set, when he was done with the movie, he had another movie he had to film. And when he got on this film, he ended up getting really severely hurt because he fell from the top of a building. Which, it's like, we're a stuntman, so things like that can happen. But he reported, he felt he was pushed. And he felt like that there was something from doing the omen that just messed with him the rest of his life. Pushed
0: him off a building.
1: Yeah, he just, he just had this uneasy feeling the whole time after he did the movie. And he was just the stuntman. I
0: have two issues with the stuntman. Okay. One. Really quick. When I said one, I did hold up two fingers. Okay, one.
1: Well, first uh, of all, side note. Yes. Do you want to know what the stuntman's name was?
0: Flip. Flip's, <laughs> flips McGillicuddy.
1: No. It was Alf Joint. Alf <laughs> Joint.
0: A-L-F.
1: <laughs> joint. Joint. Alf Joint.
0: Alf Joint. Well, okay, so...
1: What are your issues?
0: Now I only have one and a half, because now his name, Alf Joint, (laughs) totally makes up for one. Well, I guess kind of. Okay, so two issues. One, if you're a stunt person, I would think... I have the idea in my head that you could fall from any height, trip, get hit by a car, someone could run you over with a tank or whatever, and you can get up and go, ta-da, and you'd be totally fine. So the fact that he fell off a building and got hurt... I don't know if he's a very good stuntman. Number two. <laughs> number two, I think if that's the case, if you get pushed off and you don't land on your feet and you don't land into like a little cartwheel or like a little then roll or something. you're not a cat. Well, you're not a cat. But also, <laughs> if you actually fall and get hurt as a stuntman, I feel like your only, your only excuse is to say, oh, I got pushed by a ghost because I wasn't ready for it. That's why I got hurt because yeah, I that's got pushed a good by point. a ghost. So I he bet you... He didn't want to get
1: fired from his next job. No. Alf. Alf <laughs> Alf
0: was hanging out was, was was hanging out on top of a building and was like, "Man, what am I going to do to impress all my all my friends? How am I going to I need to get some really good audition footage because I want to be a good stunt person." And they were on top of a building, tripped and fell off the building, got very badly hurt and was like, "Oh, well I got pushed by a ghost. I was going to do a really cool thing, but wouldn't you know it? <laughs> Classic." A ghost, That's a really good point. A ghost pushed me.
1: It's a really good point. Like if I screw up at work, I might just say a ghost made me do it. A ghost
0: made you do it for it's sure. It's kind of
1: like Little Monsters. Like, he makes them do oh, bad yeah. things. Ah, yeah, yeah. Which, side so note, okay, I've never heard this in my entire life, but I watched Little Monsters the other day because I hadn't seen it since I was, like, 10. And it's such a good movie. But I did not know that <laughs> there was a such thing, until I watched this movie again, called... Over the shoulder boulder holders it's, as a bra. Yeah, it's real. I never heard that yeah, in my entire life. Yeah, we used life. to say it in
0: like elementary school, and we thought we were very bad, bad boys.
1: I never heard that in my entire life.
0: That's a thing. It's a real thing.
1: Okay. Well, okay. We're still not done with this cursed movie.
0: It's so really quick aside. Yeah. I think that already, if I were to like have been in any way associated with a movie. And I was flying on an airplane or driving in a car and, and whatever vehicle I was in got struck by lightning, I would immediately think that whatever I was doing was cursed and I would stop doing that thing.
1: But the lightning thing?
0: The fact that there's but yeah, I mean like think about it. How often do things get hit by lightning that we know about? Well, maybe a lot, but I don't think a lot. So I guess. the fact that already that two of the planes that were associated with the movie were struck by lightning within eight hours of one another
1: or went down and
0: when went down and hit a car that's enough but the fact that the dog trainer got eaten by her dogs or was torn apart by the monkeys and then they gave her body parts to the dogs there's a very unusual but beautiful symbiosis between these two animals or these these two creatures we're all connected and the fact that Alf fell off a a building and (laughs) got super hurt. I know. It's sad. But that's a lot of stuff.
1: See, this, I think, the last fact, I think, is the most devastating one. Because you you have never seen The Omen. No. We're going to have to watch The Omen. But there's a really gruesome car scene in The Omen, if you've ever watched it. It's... I won't describe it, but it's pretty gruesome. Where a
0: car totally transforms into an actual person, but not like Transformers. Like it morphs into a person, and it's like there's a lot of tearing and ripping. It's well, that's very where graphic. they
1: got the idea for Transformers. Oh, is
0: the Omen? Yeah, yeah. The I, you, car scene. You can you can kind of grab you you can gather that.
1: Yeah. The last thing that's creepy about the movie is that there was a the set designer for the film, Liz Moore, and John Richardson, who was a special effects designer, coordinator yes. for the film. There is an accident, a very gruesome accident in the film. Basically... That's,
0: that's fake. That's part of the movie. Yes. Okay, okay, okay.
1: Yes. Real life, time in... RL. RL. Liz <laughs> and John were in a car traveling to a, a little Dutch town, and the town was called Omen. Oh. O-M-M E-N. So it was like... Omen. Omen. Yes. Yes. They get into a car accident, and they both die.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: And the car accident was kind of similar to the car accident that was filmed in the movie.
0: I don't like that one bit. And It was a little Dutch town?
1: It was a little Dutch town called O-M-M-E-N.
0: E-N. Yes.
1: I didn't look it up and see if it was real. Are you looking it up right now?
0: I'm looking it up as we speak. Okay, here is it. here it is in Dutch. Okay, great. <laughs> Oma. Well, Oma's grandma, I think. Oma. And then in English.
1: Amen.
0: Oh, English Almond. sounds so gross even in from a computer. <laughs> uh, but there's no direct translation doesn't look like.
1: But anyways, that was a gruesome accident that happened. I won't get into the whole accident in the film, but basically in the film a lady is like pretty much cut in half.
0: Okay. So it was like
1: pretty bad. No kidding. Accident.
0: Yeah. So N R L, not real life, accident in the movie. R L, accident in real life. Yes. Jeebus Krangus. So
1: I think that's like the, the clincher of the whole film. Like, oh great, this film is super cursed.
0: Yeah, I would making, think I would think there's because there was also the stuff with uh what's the guy's name who was coach and he was in the poltergeist?
1: Rudy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, not not, not Samwise Gamgee. No, <laughs> it wasn't Rudy. Oh. You were very excited to say <laughs> Rudy as well. No, not Rudy.
1: Yeah, there was the whole poltergeist and that, like, like people getting sick and dying. and I don't
0: know. What, that's yeah. a really
1: crazy one, too. That's why I said, like, this topic, there's so many films that are said to be cursed. But I yes. thought this one had, like, the most weird stuff happening.
0: Well, it just seems like that's that's a lot that's a lot of things that ended up happening, yeah. and the fact that there was an accident and there was the accident in real life as well.
1: Yeah, it's weird. That's coincidences. really weird.
0: And the thing, like the thing that's I don't know if it's no, it's 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 not weird about it. Like there's nothing spiritual or ghosty that was happening. It was quite literally like really bad accidents. Yeah, which I don't like that at all.
1: Very deadly accidents. Which a lot of these accidents happened, like, after the film was made, so I think that's why people didn't stop filming, because it was...
0: It was post-filming like, post. of the... Yeah. Like, the old Hollywood saying, we'll do it in post, but the old right. curse saying, we'll curse you in post.
1: Right. Really quick before you do your topic.
0: Oh, really quick, though. His name was...
1: Craig T. Nelson. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> From Coach in <and> the Poltergeist.
1: <laughs> oh, Oh. Okay. Yeah, I forgot he was the dad. Go ahead. But anyways.
0: That's just how I pronounce his name.
1: I have a little thing that I think would be fun.
0: Oh.
1: Just I love, really, It's really quick.
0: Uh, if we can just... Go a quick pause. And I... Even if the microphone wasn't here, I would be saying this. I love when you come up with little games. Because I get very <laughs> excited about your little I think games. I are the fun. They are the fun.
1: Okay, I'll do like a... Maybe I'll do a different one, like every week, then, because oh, they're really short. Cool. Okay, so
0: yes, my answer is yes.
1: <laughs> okay, so I have oh. two. I have two. So pick one or two.
0: Hold on. Uh, let's ask the audience. Okay, I hear an overwhelming, <laughs> an overwhelming one.
1: Okay, one. Yeah. Okay. Did you hear so... my answer? Yeah, I heard the audience too. Okay, yeah, yeah we, all we all said one.
0: We all said one.
1: A good decision. Yeah. Okay, so this game is called "Would You Rather."
0: Oh, oh, it's like. It's
1: like you know, would you rather do this? But it's gonna be spooky. It's spooky themed.
0: Okay. If if. But I would just choose not to be haunted, not not to be cursed. If that's one of my options. Yeah.
1: But oh, okay. okay. So. <laughs> it's called "Would You Rather," and this week's theme is haunted hotels.
0: Oh. Okay, yeah. so would you rather yes.
1: stay at the Logan Inn? and Let me tell you a quick little description about it. Yes. It was built in 1722.
0: That's very old. In America?
1: It was a colonial era hotel. Okay. That was in PA.
0: Which is Pennsylvania. Yes. Yeah. Okay.
1: <laughs> and I always
0: I always get it confused with, Mich- with uh, Michigan.
1: With uh Alabama. With
0: Alabama. Yeah. (laughs) Where there's where the PA comes from.
1: Okay. And you have to stay at the Logan Inn. Okay.
0: 1722.
1: Colonial era. And you have to stay in room six, which is known to be Emily's room. One of the former attendants.
0: I was going to say, because Emily is our sister-in-law. And that's fine.
1: Yeah. Okay. But
0: But it's a different Emily. Yes. Okay. So
1: room six, Emily's room. And... Things that people experience in this room are the smell of lavender perfume, and soft crying at night.
0: Oh, see, I thought it was going to be like soft, and I was like, oh, this is fine, like soft sheets and no, lavender soft crying. So it's I like don't
1: lavender perfume and no. then soft crying. Or would you <clears throat> rather stay at the Marshall House? Now, the Marshall House is in Savannah, Georgia. It was built in 1851, and it accommodated Union soldiers during Civil War. Yeah, it's the oldest hotel in Savannah. Yeah, okay. And during renovations, workers found human remains under the floorboards. Oh, good. Because it was said that when the ground was cold, they couldn't bury people, so they would put them under the floorboards. And then eventually, when it got warmer, they would dig them up and bury them. But you know, you forget about George under the floorboard, yeah, so elf. you forgot about Alf Joint. But the reported things there are obviously ghost sightings. You hear children playing down the hallways, faucets turning on by themselves, and rattling doorknobs. So would you rather do the Logan Inn where you smell lavender and soft crying or the Marshall House where you could find human remains, see ghosts, hear children playing, and have rattly doorknobs and leaky faucets?
0: This is a very easy easy decision for me. I'd say at the Logan House. And Emily's, Emily's, Emily's room. Ugh. Yeah, 100. percent Because it smells nice, and they're soft crying. The thing about <laughs> At least she's not being the wild. thing about the Marshall House.
1: The Marshall House. Oh, wait, it's
0: a Leroy Hotel. No, Logan Hotel.
1: Logan Hotel. Okay,
0: yes. The thing about that's the Emily's Logan Hotel room. is well, both of these places interact with different senses, and that's fine. But scent is a big one, I think, and it's and that's yeah that's one in the whole paranormal world. I think. Stuff that people say you can smell this or that. That's, that's always very interesting. Also, very hard to prove because there's not a Smellvulous 12 device where people can you know, turn on their Smellvulous and they can whatever. But I, I like the smell of lavender. I, would, I think something would be nice if it smelled like lavender. And you just got to deal with some soft crying okay yeah i mean a nuisance but i could deal with someone crying i guess is kind of better
1: than children running around playing because even if they oh. were ghost children or real children like it's annoying either way
0: yeah because you you, <laughs> you you want to open the door and you want to time it out like okay maybe i'll open the door really fast the second one of those kids is running down the hallway hit the kid with the door and then they'll stop which is perfectly fine with me but you yeah. can't do that to a kid ghost <laughs> <laughs> no. No. It's impossible. Also kid it's Kid Ghost
1: is gonna do whatever Kid Ghost wants to do. Yeah.
0: It's still rude whether or not it's a real hu- a real human or a ghost to want to hit a kid with a door. But <laughs> if they're running up and down the hallways it's like, you guys didn't pay for the hotel room. We yeah. paid for the hotel room. We did it. Not you. Plus your ghosts. I could deal with I could deal with the Logan Hotel. Very, very much so.
1: Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I would do.
0: I think you would do the Logan too, because you I like the way lavender. So you you like the way lavender smells.
1: Yeah, but the thing with the Logan Inn, though, is that in, I, sorry, the Logan Inn is that you have to say in Emily's room. Oh, that's the funny. Marshall House. You can say in any room. So maybe there's like a less spooky room that you don't hear children.
0: Maybe maybe the VIPs
1: the... Sp- less anti spooky room.
0: Yeah, the seen and not heard floor. You stay in the whole entire floor.
1: I think I would stay at the Logan Inn as well.
0: I would, 100%. I
1: think I would be with you on that one.
0: Well, thanks. We could stay together. It'd be nice. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Well, maybe. We'll see. (laughs) Me and Molly might stay in a different room. That's fine. Yeah. So that's, would you rather spooky or spooky?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Spooky or really spooky?
1: Hotel edition. I do have another one, but I'll save it.
0: For next week? Sure. Cool. (laughs) I'm excited for it already.
1: All right. So, what spooky topic did you bring to the table this week?
0: I will tell you as soon as I we play this little bit of music. Okay. One, two, three, go. Okay. Hey, I'm we're back. Uh, <laughs> so, my thing—it's not really spooky as much as it is. I guess for me, a little odd. So when you think back to high school and you think back to, you have your portable CD player, the ones that were the perfect circle, your Walkman that you would like stuff into your backpack and maybe you had one of the backpacks with the thing in the top where you could put your headphones through so you didn't have to like carry it with you or put it in your pocket or whatever.
1: I had a purple one.
0: Purple backpack or a purple... Purple walk-
1: Walkman. That's
0: a little CD. Disc- yeah, Discman. Oh, Discman.
1: Not a Walkman.
0: Discman.
1: I did have a Walkman, though.
0: I had a Walkman as well. With a, uh, Those were the tape, correct? Yes. Yeah, I had a Walkman. I had a Discman as well. And I got one of those cool circular ones that you saw in those commercials where it was the alien that would make all these mixtapes for women. Remember that? The little alien? No. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> there was an alien and he had a little walk or a, a, a Discman. It was super cool. And then this is also around the time where they made backpacks with speakers built into the backpack where you could put your Discman at the top of your backpack and then plug it in to the speakers that were in the bottom of your backpack, Oh. which is super cool. Also, probably really annoying for everybody else. Yeah. But either way, getting back on track, when you're thinking you're waiting for the bus and you're in high school, you're 15 or 16 years old, what's the number one CD going to be in your in your Walkman, in your Discman?
1: I'm 15, 16 years old.
0: You're either one of those two ages, yes.
1: I'm mm, trying to think what I listened to.
0: Zebrahead.
1: No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's your favorite band. No,
1: it wasn't. My favorite band. I
0: stole a CD from Lindsay when we were in high school. I stole her Zebrahead CD. Uh, they're not very good. Uh, but they're now terrible. I always tell Lindsay that I'm pretty sure that was her favorite band Zebrahead.
1: Fifteen sixteen, like I'm in high school, I'm like going through emo stages.
0: This was you're already in emo stage, fifteen sixteen?
1: Yeah, because you're like what, a sophomore in high school?
0: You yeah, you're well yeah. fifteen sixteen, you're a sophomore.
1: I would say like uh. bright eyes or something. Like I was emo and out, I'm sure. Darn it.
0: Okay. So Earlier, anyways, fourteen.
1: Probably like blink one hundred eighty two. Yeah Yes You crushed
0: it. You crushed it. Okay, good. So who's your favorite blinkman? Who's your favorite blink boy?
1: I like Tom DeLonge.
0: Oh, this is working out so great. Okay, this is working well, out so gonna great. Are you going to make
1: me want not like Tom DeLonge anymore?
0: I'm going to make you question what you believe about Thomas oh, DeLonge. No. So
1: I got my lip pierced because of Tom DeLonge.
0: Oh, I didn't know that.
1: That's, yeah. <laughs> now I like am going to reconsider my whole life.
0: You're going to re unpeer. I mean, okay, oh, so man. you don't have, Lindsay does not have any lip rings. No. But are you going to pierce it just so you can take it out really quick to spite Tom DeLong?
1: Okay. Ruin Tom DeLong for me. Go okay.
0: ahead. You're going to be, okay, so last week Lindsay got upset, not really upset, but Lindsay likes to laugh at me because of how much I like Star Wars. Again, it's very private, but I think that maybe this will help me deflect that because I'm going to, I'm going to, you're really not going to like Tom DeLong.
1: Oh boy. Okay. Not at ahead. all.
0: So what's Tom? What's Tom been doing for the last few years, Linz?
1: I don't know. Last time I saw him, I showed you a picture of him. It wasn't that long ago. He was wearing and a I sweater
0: said, vest. And like I said, a...
1: he's the most dad-looking one out of all of them.
0: Yeah, I believe Mark Hoppus and Travis Barker.
1: They both look pretty much the same. They both wear
0: band, you know, graphic T-shirts and Dickies. Mm-hmm. And Travis Barker still doesn't wear doesn't own any T-shirts. Yeah. Uh, and he seems to have <laughs> more tattoos somehow. But Tom DeLonge, I guess, has been hanging out with people who are really into UFOs, oh. like a lot, a lot, a lot, so, so, so much so, or? so much so. And I'm not trying, you know, I'm not being hyperbolic here. It's legitimately, it's it's wacky, it's wacky stuff. It's it's almost to me, and this is from an outsider's perspective. It almost seems like borderline cult sort of stuff, but I also might be talking out of nowhere.
1: So they're kind of Scientologists a little bit. They're not.
0: No, but no, they're 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 not. But it still falls into this sort of sci-fi realm. Okay. So Tom DeLong got a bunch of press recently because he was releasing he released a video that he said he got from a very respected and reputable source that was actual footage of some extraterrestrial inspired technology that they were learning from extraterrestrials
1: so he was learning skills from extraterrestrials
0: he was and the people he's working with were as well and they built this craft I've seen the video. I've watched the video. We will put a link to the video on our Twitter at spooky underscore spouses if you want to watch it. You can also watch it on YouTube, but if you go to our Twitter, you might see pictures of Molly, which is very nice. But I think it's pretty obviously fake, but I don't know. Okay, so... Does it
1: look like it could be real? I have to watch this video. He's claiming that it's his video and this is proving that UFOs and aliens exist, is what he's saying.
0: Okay, Here's the thing. Tom DeLong leaks a video of the U.S. secret spy craft triangle, the UFO, the TR-3B. That's a photo of it. It looks very fake.
1: It kind of looks like a lit up cartoon pizza. It
0: looks like a pizza or a Dorito. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so it says this video is genuinely, quote, leaked footage of the TR-3B. Uh, According to rock star Tom DeLonge, who gave up his career as the frontman of Blink-182 solely to focus on UFO research.
1: So is that the reason they broke up, or is that just one of the reasons?
0: I don't know if that's why they broke up. I don't think it's why they broke up. I, I don't know a lot about this because, quite frankly researching it. I've watched interviews with Tom DeLonge. I've watched Tom DeLonge and listened to Tom DeLonge on the Joe Rogan Experience, that very, very, very popular podcast. I've went to Tom DeLonge has a website for an organization that he has now. It's all very, very confusing. It's all very, it's very, very confusing. So he was on Joe Rogan's podcast and they were talking about what Tom DeLonge's been doing, and immediately Joe Rogan was asking him, "So you're really into UFOs, right?" And Tom DeLonge was like, "Well, I don't want to get into that right now." And Tom DeLonge was, I can just say Tom. Tom, Tom was telling Joe this story about how back in the day when they were touring with Blink One Eighty Two, there was pre-social media, pre-smartphone. So they'd go and buy a lot of books, and he would read all these books about UFO stuff, about Cold War, specifically Cold War conspiracy, like conspiracy theories and stuff like that. All sorts of stuff. He said just by reading these books, fiction or nonfiction or whatever, um, he learned he he learned a lot of stuff. He was talking to Joe Rogan. He was saying he was approached basically by these people, these extremely high-ranking government officials, people with like the NSA, the FBI, and he didn't name any names, but he got to meet like all of these very, very, very important people who worked with Area 51 and government top secret stuff and cover-ups and whatever. And or said that he was talking to somebody who quite literally said, "We found a body," referring to an, an alien body during the the Cold War. So allegedly, who, who told him this? He wouldn't tell Joe Rogan. He wouldn't tell him. He's not allowed to.
1: He just says he knows about it.
0: Well, he knows about it because... So, it's really weird, too, because Joe Rogan was asking him, why are people telling you all this stuff? Tom was saying, like, oh, well, it's because I offer them something that they can't really achieve or that they really have no control over, like media presence. Tom DeLong has this company called To The Stars, which is now this big company that he owns, that people you can donate money towards, just their funding, and I'll talk about that in a second. According to Tom Delong, he's had countless meetings and meetings and meetings with all of these high-ranking government people who were scientists, physicists, uh, people who worked for the NSA and all this stuff, like I was saying before, who know a lot about extraterrestrial and alien research and alien technology. Okay. And so he starts this company called To The Stars, which I believe originally was just a production company. Maybe records, maybe movies and stuff like that.
1: I always think it's a little fishy. And this is just me throwing it out there. I always think it's fishy when people claim that there's paranormal or UFO or Bigfoot when they're part of anything production related.
0: Because it's so easy to because cover. Because it's so
1: easy to to make it up and to make it look real.
0: And especially if you have enough money. I mean, Tonda Long is a very wealthy individual. Right. And if he if, if if he owned To the Stars, which was this production company, he's able to invest all this money into this stuff. I mean, who knows that that video that he released, the leaked video of actual footage, huge air quotes. It doesn't. It's so fake.
1: Like, see, I, I would believe so it if, say, my grandma who doesn't ever use her <laughs> cell phone she has a cell phone grandma in case,
0: glass grandma glasses
1: grandma glasses she has a cell phone in case of emergencies but yes i mean my grandma doesn't know how to do stuff and say my grandma videotaped it, like something out of the ordinary and then released it i would believe it 100 percent because it's like my grandma doesn't know how to like you know f- like doctor up a film
0: no, but if she did, how awesome would that be? If she, it would
1: probably be the crappiest footage ever. It would be like, you know, like, oh, how's this work? And really, it would just be a shot of her face because it would be on like the flip mode in her camera, <laughs> flip mode and it squad. would just be her reaction to like her screaming over Bigfoot or something.
0: I promise, I'm seeing him, but all I see <laughs> is my face, and I can't. <laughs> That'd be very funny. But yeah. So here's here's Tom DeLonge's company. This is their this is their mission statement. To the Stars Academy, Now, now it's an academy. To the Stars Academy strives to be a powerful vehicle for change by creating a consortium among science, aerospace, and entertainment that will work collectively to allow gifted researchers the freedom to explore exotic science and technologies with the infrastructure and resources to rapidly transition them to products that can change the world. What does that even mean? What does that mean? It means nothing. It's like, it just seems like this very weird, flighty, all this weird nomenclature that's just flooded full of unnecessarily big words. Words that are really vague using, I don't know. It all just seems very, very odd. Very, very strange. They specialize in three areas. Science, aerospace, and entertainment.
1: See, entertainment right there. It's like, do you believe that?
0: I was this watching. Entertainment
1: is all about just entertaining you. It's not necessarily true.
0: No, not at all. I mean, yeah, there are some very good documentaries which exist in the entertainment industry, but I don't think of Tom DeLong as the documentary kind of guy. I don't know. I was watching their video, yeah. it's a four or five minute long video that that kind of explains, again, huge air quote, explains what their company is and what they do. Man, it was so hard to understand. It's just a bunch of clips of Tom DeLonge talking, and that's where you got that photo. He's wearing a sweater with a shirt underneath it, like a button shirt underneath it. He looks like a dad. Yeah. Uh, And a bunch of these scientists and researchers and experts in whatever field, aerospace and stuff like that. But a lot of it's just B-roll footage of kids jumping into a lake, an eyeball with and its pupils dilating really fast. It looks like the solar system, weird time-lapse things of the sky and stars. And it's just, it makes no sense. It, See, looks, it looks like wants, a propaganda video.
1: Yeah, he just wants to, like, do sci-fi movies, but realizes that, like, nobody wants him to do sci-fi movies.
0: It just, to me, and I'm not trying to offend anybody, it just seems very much so like a modern-day L. Ron Hubbard sort of thing. Coming Coming up with these weird concepts that's totally based in science fiction, but like sort of spreading yourself a little bit too thin into reality. I don't know, but I took a screenshot of one of the parts of the video and it said that they were exploring underfunded areas of research within science. And these are the five areas that Tom DeLong and his buddies at To The Stars Academy think are underfunded areas of government research.
1: What is an under, un- underfunded? Funded?
0: They don't get a lot of money. There's, there's, so so there's a
1: government area that doesn't get a lot of money, so it's just like a base or something?
0: No, 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 no. So, it's, it's, these are just, so the, the, the government has all these places that do a lot of research, so we can better understand. Or no, it's not the government. Larger companies and larger organizations do research in certain topics in certain fields, and a lot of which is government-funded. Okay. Now, you can donate to Tom DeLong's Academy and give them money so they, if it works out perfectly, have an endless amount of crowdfunded money that they can just throw all this money into researching these topics that are under-researched. Okay. So, these are genetics, which according to Tom DeLong, there's not enough research being, being done on like, within genetics. Warp drive, uh, warp drive metrics... Meaning going into like light speed and hyperdrive. Oh yeah. So if you've watched any sci-fi movie, <laughs> uh, definitely an underfunded area of
1: Absolutely. research.
0: Beamed energy propulsion. I understand what those words mean separately. I guess I, I well, so propulsion just based on pure pure energy, pure light, I guess. And then brain/ slash computer interfaces.
1: Is that like your Surrey?
0: And I think it's Alexis. like your... Well, well brain slash computer, that means that there's a link between a computer and your brain. So having okay. some sort of a digital interface like the, the, the screen on your phone that can, that can control your brain and, your, and, and a computer, I guess. And then the one that to me seems like a huge red flag because people love using this word, consciousness. Right. So what Tom DeLonge is essentially doing is he's starting to the Stars Academy, asking for donations... And I looked at their website, and I believe the minimum amount of money you're allowed to donate is either two hundred or five hundred dollars. You have you 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 have to donate that amount of money. Molly just walked up to Lindsay and burped very loud.
1: <laughs> she just burped into my arm, so
0: which is a very nice gesture. Uh,
1: <laughs> That's what Molly thinks about this whole topic. Burp. Just oh burp it. noise. Burp.
0: But so Tom DeLonge. I think from sort of like this fantasy aspect or coming at it from a fantasy viewpoint, he wants to start a company, and he is starting a company, with scientists and researchers who are willing to devote their time as long as they're getting paid by other people's money. People are just donating money left and right so they can focus on research that is loosely associated with science fiction. Stuff that's not real. Uh, There was this one quote on his website... Uh, or from To The Stars Academy website, wouldn't you like to see technology from, from the, the 25th century happen right now?
1: Well, then what do we have to look forward to in the 25th century? Oh,
0: here's... Okay, so here are some other things that, that, that they're doing research on. Uh, Brain-computer interface technology. Explore new approaches for the use of sophisticated technologies to promote direct brain-to-computer interfaces. Controlling a computer with your brain. Engineering the space-time metric. What else? telepathy explore the location in the brain where this phenomenon is centered and develop protocol for its enhancement and use it just seems so odd and so vague and weird that they're 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 trying to get all this money from people who are really interested in sci-fi and I guess like Tom DeLonge and think that he's credible so that these people can research technology that according to them they have proof actually exists because according to these guys we've been in We've been in contact with aliens for many, many, many years, and we know about their technology. We just don't have the funding to research and develop their technology. Hmm. It's so wacky. And the it thing is, seems... like, I'm I'm doing such a precursory overview of this stuff. I probably got some of these facts a little bit wrong, but it's just, it's, it's very, very strange. It's a
1: lot going on. It's a
0: lot. It's a lot, a lot going on.
1: You know what the worst part is, though?
0: That you said, like, time to long a lot?
1: That that's probably why they broke up. Do you think so? Yeah, I mean, cause like they just kind of disappeared. Like they were like, oh, they were just all doing different things. But like, really, Travis and Mark were probably just like, dude, I don't know what to do with you. And like, without you, we're not Blink One Eighty Two. So like, we'll just do our own thing.
0: Maybe like, we're gonna you be. You look
1: like a dad now, and you talk about aliens and like. I mean he's probably the guy that shows up to the party that's just like everybody's having a great time drinking some cocktails and then, then he shows up and everybody's like oh, here Tom. comes
0: here comes Galaxy Tom.
1: Oh man, to the stars Tom. And then here Blink he is.
0: Blink 182 reformed their band with another person is called Sniff 360. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: not. No. Yeah, Sniff 360. <laughs> Don't
0: you you know their one song? It's it's like sniffing, you know. You know it. Yeah. You know it if you heard it.
1: I'm sure I probably heard it before. It was probably when I was in, like, the 14 to 16-year-old. When
0: Blink was over. Yeah. And you were like, Newfound Glory, I'm sorry, you guys are a little bit over. (laughs) Rx Bandits, still good. I appreciate this. Bright Eyes, (laughs) thank you very much. Connor Obers, great.
1: Thank you, Connor, for making me feel sad.
0: Yeah, that really was, that was a, what a time to be alive. Yeah. When all that really sad singer-songwriter stuff started happening. Yeah. I loved it. We could do an episode just on the sad music we listened to in high school. <laughs> like a little a little special episode for some reason. The
1: scary music of high school.
0: Yeah, scary and sad. How scary, how scary kids were because of how sad everyone got all of a sudden. Anyways yeah. um,
1: teenage angst.
0: That's that's my whole thing about Tom DeLong. Again, it's such a precursory thing. He thinks that UFO research might save mankind. Oh oh and he also calls UFOs now UAPs unidentified aerial phenomenon Oh man it's just he's it's just it's it's just a lot it's a lot to take in I highly recommend listening to that Joe Rogan episode with Tom Delong and just you but like set aside six hours or so because I I did most of it in just one in one listen. It, it takes a lot of starting and stopping and replaying, going, what is he saying? What are these words that exist in English that I know but I don't understand? Yeah. It's very, it's very wacky.
1: Well, I now like Mark.
0: <laughs> you know what? I've always liked Mark.
1: Okay. Well, you seem like a Mark Hoppus guy. I was what a Mark, was Mark Hoppus like guy. Hoppus?
0: Mark, Hoppus? Mark Hoppus.
1: Mark Hoppus. A
0: lot of people think it's pronounced Mark Hoppus, but it's Mark Hoppus. <laughs> um, I don't
1: think anybody thinks that about you. I but think a lot
0: of people, I think, let me check. I'm checking my phone.
1: That's one of the...
0: Everyone says, yeah, Mark Hubbles. Oh, okay. But not Mark Hoppaws. Sorry, Mark Hoppaws. I did Yeah, well, I just, I, I searched online. I went okay. on the internet. But I used my brain computer interface technology that I've adapted through telepathy and um, consciousness study through the To the Stars Academy. Great. Now, they have a website. And the website is very confusing because, again, it's just all this jargon. It makes no sense. It's very, it's very weird. I can't stress enough how odd this is. And it's not the fact that it's Tom DeLonge. I mean, to me, that's a little funny. Uh, privately, I think that's very funny. It could be anyone. But the fact that this place exists, that they've raised over $2 million, I believe. Just people donating money that's like, please research what consciousness is.
1: Maybe you have to be like the chosen one to understand what's happening.
0: Apparently Tom DeLonge is the chosen one. Well, He's the chosen Mosin.
1: That's because he had that sweet lip ring.
0: He did have a really cool lip ring. (laughs) I think that'll do it. Yeah. We've we've labeled for long enough so we're just two topics this week. That's fine. Yeah. So how about some housekeeping things? We have received some stories from people which we're very excited to get to sooner or later and I promise that if we like your story and we think it has legs, we will discuss it on our show and we'll talk about it. And it's not just we're reading the email during the recording. We'll do research on it and we'll look into it. Our our good buddy Steve Boutros sent us an <laughs> email about the whole concept of a crybaby bridge. Which how, I think like is,
1: every town has one.
0: And not just like, I, so I guess Ohio has a lot, but yeah, I think next Why week. Why are
1: there so many babies crying on bridges?
0: I don't know. Well, I guess maybe the whole concept, maybe they're upset about the metaphor of a bridge.
1: Maybe it happened during the time when our big emo thing happened in high school, and there was just a bunch of sad teenagers crying on bridges all the time, and they're like, oh, it's another one of them crybaby bridges.
0: Another crybaby bridge. But really,
1: they're just listening to bright eyes and just
0: letting it out. Crying their eyes shut. Just letting it out. (laughs) Who did I listen to that was really sad? I don't know. Maybe a lot of people doesn't matter. Okay. Anyways, (laughs) but if you'd like to email us a story or a topic suggestion or photos of maybe something we've talked about, or if you want to corroborate any of the things that we've discussed, please send us an email at spookyspousescast at gmail.com.
1: Also give us a shout out on Twitter or Instagram.
0: We are on there at, well, at spooky underscore spouses on both of them. We're trying to cultivate a community of paranormal believers, disbelievers, skeptics, un-skepti- unskeptics. <laughs> if you're a part of the To the Stars Academy, if you've donated or something, if you know Tom DeLong personally, if you are Thomas Grangerich DeLong, that's his middle name, send us an email. Talk to us. We'd love to hear from you. Also, we have a very exciting announcement that we're not really allowed to say until the beginning of 2018, but. Something very exciting is happening.
1: And I'm not pregnant.
0: It's no. Oh, good Lord. No. <laughs> Lindsay's not pregnant. We're not getting for another dog. For
1: <laughs> that are listening out there, don't think that this is going to be a Christmas surprise. Yeah, that like
0: January is, is, is the end of the first trimester. This is a, or very, now.
1: This is a very nerdy surprise. So n- not that intense. It's,
0: but- it's nerdy. It's exciting for the few listeners who may know or the people involved. We're very excited. We're very, sorry, we're very excited
1: very excited.
0: We are very excited. What else, Lindsay Marie? Anything else? No. Okay.
1: <laughs> I think that'll do.
0: Um, so we don't really have a send-off, I guess.
1: Just thank you for listening. Keep listening. Any emails or suggestions are great. If you have an urban legend um, you want me to talk about on Urban Legend or Not, which is a little game we played two episodes ago.
0: It was last week.
1: Um, where Jordan tries to guess what is an urban legend and what is something I totally made up. Now we have a new little game called Would You Rather Spooky or spooky (laughs) i have to work on the name but anyways um yeah any suggestions any emails we love to hear your stories we'll love to talk about your stories
0: now i'd like to start a new game right now that we're going to be playing every single episode for the rest of for the rest of them (laughs) it's is this the sound of a goat Or the sound of a ghost. It's a little game I like to play. G or G, you tell me. Goat or ghost, you tell me. Let's see here. Okay, Lindsay, was that a a goat or a ghost? That
1: was a goat.
0: You're correct. That was a goat. It's a video I found online called Goat Sounds. Um, Well, that'll do it for us, everyone. Thank you for listening. Maybe. Have
1: a spooky week. And Have happy a- Thanksgiving. It is Thanksgiving this week. It's
0: Thanksgiving on Thursday. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Have a spooky yet bountiful week. Bountiful? No, uh here's take two. Have a spooky but great week.
1: Have a thank
0: Thanksgiving oh. yeah. Have a Thanksgiving guys
1: <laughs> Thanksgiving for listening to us.
0: <laughs> hey everyone. Thanksgiving for listening. Thanksgiving so much. We'll see you. Or, well, yeah. Okay, yeah. We'll see you next week. And we might, I think we're going to be recording next week's episode in Madison, Ohio.
1: Oh, yeah. We
0: will be. So, spooky next.
1: Madison, Ohio. Yeah,
0: very spooky. It's right by the lake, and there's a power plant there. What happens behind closed doors?
1: <laughs> Molly loves Lake County.
0: She loves Lake County. Uh, we're going to be in Lake County, Madison, Ohio, recording. We'll be with our families. We'll be eating a lot of mashed tatoes and ghost beans.
1: Spooky ghost beans. All right. Ooh.
0: <laughs> oh, I thought you had an idea, but that was just your ghost noise. All right, guys. Thanksgiving for listening. Bye. Goodbye. <clears throat>